Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. Morning madness in the air everywhere. Welcome in the beginning of another edition of the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. That would be me uh, flying solo today, but not flying solo because this is a Friday podcast, and that means an opportunity to catch up with one of our friends, one of our, our buddies in radio, and a morning drive sensation of the Fox Sports Radio Nation. And let's just get right into it here. No small talk. I'm not a small talk guy. Jonas Knox. Now, Jonas used to work on my show. He's had just about every job you could have at Fox Sports Radio over the years, but he is the newest addition. The company a couple weeks ago hired Jonas full-time. He had been filling in once Clay Travis left to replace the great Rush Limbaugh, and Jonas is our new morning guy. I mean, you probably know that now. If you're listening to me, you know who Jonas is, and Jonas has done some overnights on the weekends, and as I said, he worked on my show. He's worked all over the clock. He's been the fill-in guy, you name it, and Jonas has done it. He has certainly paid his dues, and now he is the lead host on Two Pros and a Cup of Joe in the morning with the aforementioned Jonas Knox and LeVar Arrington and Brady Quinn as they all work together on the morning drive on Fox Sports Radio. And I'm the lead-in to those guys, but I'm excited to have Jonas on here. And uh, welcome, Jonas, and it's good to have you here. Congratulations on the gig, and how has your life changed in amazing and magical ways now that you are a morning drive host? Morning Drive, syndicated host. That's a big deal. How have things changed, Jonas? I mean, to be honest with you, the first producing shift that I ever did at Fox Sports Radio 
was as an assistant producer for Zach and Jack in this exact time slot. And I can remember the great Annie Zadarevich telling me when she called me up to say, hey, we want to we want to make you uh, the assistant producer so you can be there uh, for that show uh, and be there in studio. And I remember her telling me, you know, it is going to be a lifestyle change. And I thought, well, it's not going to be that much of a lifestyle change. And then you start waking up at 1 a.m. and you realize, oh, no, 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 it's over. <laughs> Whatever life you thought you knew before, you can go ahead and uh, you put a bow on it. You can close the coffin on that. That is a wrap. The, the old uh, let's go to happy hour, and if you're feeling frisky, let's go to late night bowling. Those days are dead. Uh, if you don't get to bed at a certain amount of time, you walk around like a zombie the rest of the day. But what it did teach me is getting as used to the time slot as you possibly could, and then to go from that to then working with Andy Furman and Artrell Hawkins and then Andy Furman and Mike North and getting to actually fill in on this show at other times before the time, the time slot would throw a lot of people off, but you know this because we've worked in, in weird time slots all over the network. Once you start doing it a few times, it becomes your normal routine and it's not that crazy you just can't partake in some of the other things that people with normal nine to five jobs can partake in. That's yeah, the only difference. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, people say I have bad hours, but you know, compared to you know you, I mean, you're doing a morning drive show, but you're on the West Coast and it's an East Coast morning drive <laughs> show, so it's it's a little backwards. And I think that in the history of Fox Sports Radio. I'm a bit of a historian when it comes to – not with the Lakers, but when it comes to Fox Sports Radio, Jonas. And I, I'm pretty sure that you're the first morning show that's you know, mostly based on in L.A. in the studio because usually it's been – I mean, I go way back to like Steve Zabin when he did it from D.C. Yeah. and some of the – you mentioned many of the other guys that have done the morning show, but it's usually been somebody either in the Midwest or on the East Coast. And so – what is a day in the life like? Like, as you just mentioned, you can't live the life that you once lived. You're married now, though, so of course you can't do that, Jonas. But uh, of course, <laughs> wink, wink, nod, nod. But uh, yeah. but like, wh- wh- I I have a weird schedule. Well, you have. I mean, when do you sleep? What's what's a day so, in the life like? So what I do is I learned just from working in this time slot that if I try and wake up at say two a.m. for a three a.m. show on the West Coast. It just ain't happening. So I figured out when I was producing it years and years and years ago, I would wake up at midnight or about 12, 15, 1230, and I would get a workout in. So I would work out. Um, I would do a workout and I would do cardio. And that would usually go for an hour or so, in, anywhere between an hour to an hour 15. And once I got my body moving like that, then – all of a sudden, you start getting your head right. You're getting your head right for the show, but you start getting your head right. You've had, you're hi- fully hydrated because you know I'm a water junkie, so I drink a bunch of water. You got a good sweat in. You got a bunch of energy. You drink some coffee, and you're ready to rock. And then, and then, and then all is well. And then, you know, at about I would say probably six fifteen to six thirty Pacific time. Uh, is usually about the time that I'm dozing off as I pass DeSoto on the 101. <laughs> and then I realize, all right, you know, why don't I go ahead and steer back into traffic so I don't go over the side here? Uh, but no, it's, it's you know, it, it, it's rough at times, but I, I try and get my naps in the whole, uh, you know, seven, eight hours sleep. I don't know. Listen, 
if anybody out there is getting seven and eight hours sleep, uh, I don't know, man. If I sleep longer than five or six hours, I wake up and my back is killing me. I, 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 I got, I mean, it just doesn't feel right. So I'm used to being pretty on the go. Um, naps help, coffee helps, uh, staying hydrated helps. And, um, you know, not, uh, you know, not licking the lid or, uh, or bending the elbow or sucking them back, you know, during the week, <laughs> I think probably helps out as well too. But yeah, it's just, it, it, it's, it's anything, man. You just try and get used to it as best you can. And, you know, you yeah. try not to screw up or, but you know, well, I remember Joe years ago when I was, I, I briefly worked in morning radio for a very short time and it, I'm not a morning person. I wish I was because usually that's where the money is in radio in the mornings and all that. But I'm not. And so I tried I tried to make it like an overnight thing where I'd just stay up all night and then I'd go to bed at like <laughs> 1030 in the morning. And uh, that did not go well. That the several, just like as you were joking around. I mean, I, I got it almost uh, every day. It was almost an accident on the way home. I was like, no, I'll be fine. No, no, no problem. I mean, I'll just make it like an overnight show. And it was uh, it was. A, uh, oh, listen, you, you, you turn into Tony La Russa. You fall asleep at a stoplight, but you, don't, you, but you, don't, you don't have an 18-pack in you. That's, that's the only difference. Oh, exactly. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. It's no. like uh, look, your honor, I promise you, uh, if you want to look at my, uh, you know, check my you know, blood alcohol level at that point, I, I, can, I can assure you I did not mean to roll through the red light with full traffic there. It was just, uh, you know, that's, that's part of the job. But, but no, it's and, – and here's here's the other thing with me, and, and I'm a sick – sick bastard i always i cannot do anything unless i the first thing i have to do every single day is get a workout in i have to like it literally if, if i don't do that then i feel like i'm behind and so my my mentality and i'm a psychopath like this is i love the feeling of working out first thing in the morning in the pitch black even if i didn't need to get up i used to listen I would listen to Clay Travis's show because I would be going to the gym back before, uh, you know, Warden Newsom shut us down and put us in the <laughs> rec yard uh, for our entire lives. But back when gyms were open, I, yeah. I remember listening to, to Clay Travis and going back and forth. And I loved the feeling of knowing that every person I passed by after I left the gym was lazier than me. Uh, for whatever reason, that's just how, like, I'm a sick bastard. And in my mind, psychology-wise, so getting getting a head start like that, I like I've always been a big fan. I've always loved mornings so I feel it's a great way to, to get things going. And then you start doing the math and you realize, you know, just because you wake up four hours earlier than a normal human being, but you end up sleeping at a better four hour window later on in the day, you guys are pretty much even. Like you're, you're just you're trying to trick yourself. Like you're not, you yeah. don't really have any sort of competitive edge. Yeah, but I, as far as the working out, I mean, you actually do work out. I, my idea of a workout is going on the treadmill and and walking. But I <laughs> I used to love before King Newsom shut down the state of California and the gyms and all that. Now, and I, I haven't. I haven't been back. I used to love going to the gym because you know it was, it was great. I the t gym was open. I went to twenty four hour fitness, and they were open. They're not even open twenty four hours anymore. Oh, yeah. and, and I would go. I would do the overnight show, and then I would stop on my way way home, either at the one across the street from the station, or I'd go to one where I was living. And you know, it was great because I'd hang out. I, I'd work out. I, by the time I got there, it was like you know four a.m. or whatever, and I'd work out, and all these 
the old folks would come in, right? The uh, oh yeah, wearing their sneakers and all that. The gray hairs. They had no idea who I was, and it was great. I loved it, and you know, why would they? I'm a you know, radio guy, but but it was awesome. I, and I had friends and all. We had a, you know, I knew all the old people at the gym, and then it all ended you know, one day in 2020. Yeah, it's uh, and listen, uh, and and there are windows. There's pockets of people because I've gone to the gym at all hours of the day, and I can tell you. Starting at about midnight, so you'll get your people in there at around eleven forty-five midnight. From from about midnight to one a.m., it's people that like to work out late. Yeah. Uh, for whatever reason, they work you know jobs and they're working a night shift. And then there's this sweet spot from about one thirty to three thirty, and you get gothic people, and you <laughs> and you and you get and you get strippers. Yeah, and I'm not kidding you. And I've always said this: I, I'm not good at a lot, but I, but I can spot a couple of things right away. I can spot a closet degenerate gambler, and I can spot an off-duty stripper from a mile away. <laughs> I have a scent. It is a God-given ability. It's one of my only God-given <laughs> abilities. When when you're on when you're on a treadmill, okay. When you're on the elliptical, yeah. and it's and it's two fifteen in the morning. And you've got eyeliner on. Come on, come on, honey. Come on, honey. You, 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 ain't, you ain't fooling me, homeboy. What, what does Andy Furman always say? What's Andy Furman's favorite quote? You can. Uh, yeah. I was born. Yeah, at I was night, born at night, but not last night. Not last night. Yeah, the Andy. Well, the other thing too, Joe. <laughs> I, I would. I usually would go at like you know four in the morning, and I'd leave by the time the morning rush kind of came in. The people that had real nine to five jobs that were work out, but occasionally I would go in the evening and it was like the club it was like you know there were a bunch of women like i don't oh, yeah. i don't think they were strippers but they were they were wearing makeup trying to you know get you know, get the eye of a guy or and vice versa and it was like a it was like a club in the evening time after I, work I, i've never understood going to a gym to try and pick up on somebody like I, i've never like I, when i go to the gym the last thing i want to do is talk to anybody i don't want to talk to anybody like that's People don't understand this. They they look at what we do and they go and look. We are very we're blessed and lucky to get to do what we do. Like we're really really lucky. But like the one thing people don't understand is if you work three hours or four hours, like the, the weekend overnight show is four hours. All right, so you do four hours five days a week, which is crazy. And people don't understand that you know they go oh well you're just working four hours. I work eight to nine hours at my job. Okay, but you're not having to talk the entire time, okay? And and you and I are cut from the same cloth to where we actually care about doing good radio, which is why we don't just want to fill up our entire show with a bunch of guests uh, because uh, because we want to kick our feet up. And and so when you when I leave the show on Friday nights, the last thing I want to do is talk to anybody. Like my my wife could be in the middle of telling me we just won the lotto. And I would tell her, leave me alone for the next eight hours. <laughs> like, I don't want to talk to anybody. I just want to be left. To... So just the idea of going to the gym and sparking up a conversation with somebody, I just is, is not, not appealing to me. I'm sick of my voice at that point. I'm sick of hearing myself. I'm tired. And I just, I've never understood people that can, yeah. can roll up on somebody and start trying to, you know, pick up a date. Well, I never got well, it. Well, you're absolutely preaching to the choir, Jonas. And uh, we are very similar in that respect. And, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know your wife that much. I obviously met her at the at the wedding. I don't know if she's a big talker. My wife is great because when I on the weekends she loves to talk, and so I I'm like 
people in the family they they're like you don't really work in radio you don't you don't talk. I mean, no I, I just sit there and you know look at my phone or the tv i, I don't want to and and the other thing it's funny we were at an event uh last week and a guy we were you know small talk and i hate doing small talk i don't like that either but uh you know i was, I was trying to be polite the guy was a nice guy and so then it got to the point of what you do for a living. And so at this point, I pivoted and, uh, and I said, I'm in sales. Because we really are in sales, Jonas. We The most important part, <laughs> yes. as John Sterling yes. said on this podcast, is to sell the soap. So I'm like, I'm a sales guy. And the guy looks at me. He's like, you don't talk. You can't be in sales. I'm like, no, I, I, I am. Uh, I'm in because you know what inevitably, inevitably will happen if I could talk is when you, when you say you're in radio and then you say you're in sports radio, what's the next question you get, Jonas? It's, uh, it's- uh, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Who's going to win the at? Super Bowl? Who's going to win the World oh, yeah. Series? What do you think of the Lakers? And I was like, nah, I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to deal with it. And so I always – sales I, – when I had the website, when I did the, the BenMaller.com thing, I was, I'm an internet guy. I'm a programmer on the internet, but I don't do that anymore. So I, I always – my default is sales to kind of end yeah. the conversation. I, I swear to God, I'm not even embellishing this. Uh, I have done this before, and I've done it in front of uh, family and friends who look at me like, "Why? What a weird thing to lie about." I've had people say, "So, uh, so what do you do?" Like, "Oh, you know, I work. I uh, just work. You know, hang out. Just sort of, Oh, where do you work?" And when they say, "Where do you work?" I'm like, "All right, we're good," because I say, "Oh, Sherman Oaks." And then if, if we get to stage three of the lie and they go, oh, what do you do out there? I go, oh, I just work, you know, my bunch of office buildings. <laughs> I, I've, I've done that mo- multiple times yeah. because I just I, – I, first of all, I don't think I'm interesting at all. Yeah. And I think I think what, what other people do is so much more interesting than me. I could sit and watch the Food Network the entire day. I think it's fascinating what they do, the way they put stuff together, the way they – the way I just – I think like I love talking to people about what they do because I just have no interest in talking about myself. I I think there's nothing appealing. There's nothing interesting. Uh, I I would rather like when people call in and they're actually working, doing security or driving across the road. Like I I love hearing what what their work day is. Like hey, so what are you doing? If they're tossing papers, if they're like whatever it is, like hey, so so what's going on there right now? What do you got going on? Because I'm I'm legitimately interested. I'm not interested in anything I got going on because I know what I got going on. I'm a slap dick. Right? There's, <laughs> I got nothing going on. But I'm interested in what yeah. what they got going on. And uh, and yeah, I just and people sometimes might take that for you know uh, awkwardness or it's it to me it's just. When you do this and you're talking as much as we do, sometimes you just want to listen. You don't have anything to say. Yeah. No, <laughs> I think it's weird. I, I, I agree with you. And I, I occasionally, you know, I'll go out. My kitchen's been all messed up this la- these last couple of months. I've been moved. I moved. And so the, I've been able to eat at home. And so, you know, I, I know you eat healthy, Jonas. You, you eat a, a king's diet, but uh, I occasionally will stray <laughs> and eat fast food. And I, I, I love Raising Cane's, and I was at Raising Cane's. It was it was just slammed, and uh, I'm looking at these people who are not making a lot of money putting the food together, busting their ass, and I'm thinking they're working hard. I know rich people. I've been fortunate enough to meet some really wealthy people that have you know high paying jobs that don't work as hard and don't have as much stress as the person at the fast food it's- joint putting the fried chicken together and the fries and all that. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. <laughs> Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. 
Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid back appeal and down home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility Dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. It's crazy. It, it, it's, it's, and look, I worked, I mean, I have worked at so many different places. I, TGI Fridays. Uh, you know, I, I, you know, washed dishes at a place in Charleston while I was on the radio at night, which, let me tell you something. You want to know humbling? Humbling is when you're doing the morning show in Charleston, South Carolina, and then you show up to your restaurant job later on at night. And as you walk, <laughs> as you walk into the kitchen to wash dishes, you hear sporting news radio and guys like Arnie Spanier <laughs> and Tim. Remember Tim Montemoyer? I remember do. Montemoyer? I worked with. He, I worked <laughs> with him at uh, in L.A. He was an L.A. Yeah. radio guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember one of the guys in the kitchen is I'm getting ready to wash dishes because because it's market 83 and no joke every two weeks for my full time radio job. By the way, full time meaning in a small market, I'm the anchor, I'm the host, I'm the co-host, I'm the board op, <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. the imaging guy, I'm the producer. You got to learn how to do everything, which is great because it, it helped me anywhere I got later on. But I remember I, I made $744 every two weeks after taxes. Right? That was my pay. Every, after taxes, $744. I remember walking into the kitchen at this place. I think it was called Sesame in the, uh, God, which mall? In North Charleston. And I remember as I walked in, one of the guys says to me, as the radio's playing, Hey, weren't you on here this morning? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, yeah. like, you know what? Thank you. Yes, you're, that is accurate. That is 100% yeah. correct. And can you, is it, were you, you were on, can you wash my dishes? Can you put away can the you, plates? Can you, yeah, 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 can, yeah. Can you get me a new spatula? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got a little grime on it. Well, yeah, you're it's, the, it's, now how many years ago, you've been, that's many years ago you were in Charleston, right? My, my niece uh, is actually going to college at, in Charleston, South Carolina, so uh, she's uh, she's in college. Which, which right college? Now. Uh, she's which college? she's at Charleston, so she's uh, she's at the uh, the old the old school. What, what any restaurant recommendations or? Uh... 
Okay, well, you you go to Charleston. Um, now, there's the reason why I asked what school is because in Charleston, it's like a, a closet, really fun party town. Uh-huh. So you've got uh, you've got um, College of Charleston, obviously, which is yeah, in downtown. That's where she you got goes. Charleston. Yeah. You got you got Charleston Southern, which is in North Charleston, and I lived right up the road from there. You know, and I, I could I, I started to figure out um, as I tried to get more and more people to come over and hang out when I would go out. Nobody seemed to want to go to North Charleston. I couldn't figure out why. And then I saw a report that it was voted uh, the eighth most dangerous city in the U.S. And I was, oh, OK, well, no, 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 no wonder a one bedroom was five hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> now it makes sense. Uh, but you go. Uh, so there's that. And then there's the Citadel, which is the military school. Um and uh, and so that's also in downtown Charleston, anywhere on Market Street, King Street. Uh, those are always fun uh, in surrounding areas. If you can go to uh, Mount Pleasant has got some good spots out there. Um, uh, where's some other one? Uh, Folly Beach is a good place to go. I can get after it a little bit. But, yeah, I can remember just walking around because I didn't have any friends out there. I didn't know anybody. And so I would bar hop by myself. And the one problem with bar hopping by yourself is when you don't have conversation to break up sips of your drinks, you get absolutely mangled in about an hour. <laughs> I, like, I, can, I, can remember, I can remember walking through Charleston hammered. And trying not to trip over my feet on the cobblestone walkways. And I'm thinking, man, this is like 17th century stuff. This is like historic. You know, there's people that probably fought and died for these lands. And here I am reeking of booze. And I just got here 45 minutes ago because I don't know a damn single person here. And I've only got about $30 to spend, including the cab ride to get back to North Charleston because I make so little money in my quote unquote dream job. But it was a great time. Fun times all the way through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I hear you. And uh, when I when your name comes up though, Jonas, the the one thing that people often bring up is Chuck E. Cheese, the cartoon rodent that you famously wore the costume. How <laughs> was this a right? Reg- I, I, you've told me the story. I was, is this a part time thing? Was this were you filling in? Uh, you had said the kids were terrible. And, yeah, they're they're awful. They're, they're and, and let me tell you, like, uh, so so here's what happened. I so I grew up poor, so we always had to have jobs. So there was, you know, there, we didn't. I never got an allowance in my entire life. Anything we wanted, like we had to have job. Like we were, we were poor, and so I from the earliest, like I was a janitor at an elementary school when I probably wasn't old enough to be a janitor in an elementary school. Like I, I was, I, like I, I did anything I could. I was in high school and I needed a job and my buddy said, Hey, Chuck E. Cheese just opened up and they were paying like more than minimum wage. If minimum wage was like five seventy five or whatever it was back then. Chuck E. Cheese was paying like six Oh five. And if you could get 20 cents more, I mean, at the time, you're thinking, man, this is fantastic. So you, nobody, nobody signs up to be the damn rat, okay? <laughs> nobody signs up to dress like a giant stuffed animal and get abused by a bunch of spoiled little brats. Nobody wants that. But you get there, and everybody's got to take turns doing it. And so 
you know, you, you, you gotta, you, you gotta clean up birthday parties and you gotta throw stuff away and bust tables and, you know, uh, work the game machine and sweep up and do all these things. And then every, everybody, depending on the shift takes turns doing Chucky. And I think it was like twice an hour, maybe, or once an hour. Yeah. It's, it's basically the, you know, the national updates at Fox sports radio. That's that's when Chucky takes uh takes stage twice an hour. And, and so I, I remember the first time they had me do it, I wanted to make my buddy laugh. And when you dance up on the stage, it goes up on the blue screen on all the little TVs around the restaurant. And so I knew that he was watching and nobody knew that it was me. So I was doing, remember the Jamal Anderson dirty bird? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I, I did, I did that. <laughs> Um, I would like the, the, the icky shuffle. I did the icky shuffle. Did you do the river? Did you do the river dance? The, uh, the Ocho Cinco river dance? Oh, oh, (laughs) like anything I could come up. So at one point I was doing ravishing Rick rude. When I started getting really, really caught like cocky about it, I started doing ravishing Rick rude, which is the hip gyration. And then I would, (laughs) I would, uh, rub my hands against my chest and act like I was throwing sweat at people's face. Like it was, so I was, I started going over the, because I just thought, oh, this is temporary. And then all of a sudden they just like kept me doing it and it would be like a month and then a month and a half. And then two months. And finally I'm like, man, like I'm getting tired of this because you're walking around. It's hot as balls inside the costume. You get, you get these little spoiled brats whose parents only are having a birthday party there because they don't want to have to clean up the mess. And Chuck E. Cheese serves beer so you got dads walking around. They at one point, dads just decide, all right, we're not, we're no longer gonna, you know, walk around with a pitcher of beer and pour it into a glass. They're just drinking straight from the pitcher at this point. <laughs> so they're 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 getting annihilated, and you're and I can remember multiple times. I remember a kid, and you can't talk. So the whole time this is happening, you can't talk through the mask. You're not allowed to see them. You know, show you just got to be goofy and you got to do all this. Yeah. I remember this kid. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid back appeal and down home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility 
dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. And I didn't see him until the last second, but I remember seeing out at the corner of my mask, this giant mask, this kid runs up and he hits me as hard as he can in the balls. <laughs> I mean, du- direct shot. Nut he shot, didn't right get there. One. Yeah. He, yeah, he didn't get one. He got both. And 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 I got to give him credit for the accuracy because he was able to do that through the suit, through, through the fake stomach lining, through all of it. <laughs> and I remember I bent down. I was down. Like, I had literally hands on my knees. And my buddy's acting like he's not talking to me. So he comes over and pretends like he's sweeping the floor. And he's got, like, the little dustpan out. And he's swooping in. And he's like, hey, man, you all right? And I just started cursing as loud as I could. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm all this MFR at him. I'm all, I'm all, I'm literally going to go drag his dad outside and beat his effing ass. And, 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 and at the top of my lungs, and I'm literally looking for the kid's dad. I, I was pissed. Yeah. And so, and so all this is happening. This kid, like, uh, you know, he's like running around. He thinks it's funny. Um, and then we end up taking a picture and, uh, while we're taking the picture together, um, right as they go on the count of three, one, two, three. And right as they go on the count of three, I like squeeze the kid's neck real quick. And as they, as they snap the picture, the kid goes, ah, and he like opens his mouth and he's, and he's, and I go, Oh, you know, I'm sorry about like, like I'm apologizing. Yeah. I didn't. Okay. So all, all of this is happening. Heather Locklear walks in. All right. So this is the absolute, it's a Saturday. It's pure chaos. So Heather Locklear walks in and somewhere on her mantle, there's a picture of her kid having their birthday party um, with, and I'm like a teenager at this time. It's her, her kid's birthday party and all this stuff. And you see Heather Locklear and her family, and there's a there's a Chucky who's like about five eleven. I think I think I was like sixteen at this time, maybe. There's yeah. a Chucky who's like five eleven, and it's me and Heather Locklear's photo dressed up as a giant rat, on probably on a mantle somewhere in her house. So it was, it, you know. But at a certain point, I just couldn't do it anymore. And then a bachelorette party came in. Uh, and uh, you know, to my Chuck boss, E. Cheese, a bachelorette party to Chuck E. Cheese. So this is, yeah, this is. Uh, I couldn't even believe. It. So my boss, while all this is happening, my boss told me at one point, "Hey, you need to, you need to slow it down with the dancing." I'm like, "Why?" I'm all like, "At least you can just let me have some fun. I'm getting abused by these kids. Like they're assaulting me. At least, at least let me have some fun." He goes, "No, no, but the problem is you're doing too many hip gyrations." He's all that stuff's going. It's a true story. He's all that stuff's going over the the, the, the screens everywhere. He's all so you know we just uh, you, know, you know parents are kind of wondering what's going on with this. And I was like, okay, well you know I'm not trying to piss them off. So all right, yeah, I mean I'll slow it down. So a couple weeks later, there's a um, uh, he comes up to me on a Friday night, and he goes, uh, "Hey Chucky," I was like, "What's up?" He goes, "All right, I'm gonna need you." Special request. Well, what's that? There's a bachelorette party out there on the side uh, booth. And I'm all, no, there's not. He goes, yeah. And I said, I'm all, what loser comes here for a bachelorette party? Exactly. Goes, I know. Yeah. He, goes, he goes, he goes, I know. But, hey, he's all there here. He's all there, four of them. They're over there in the corner. I was like, so what do you want me to do? He goes, well, you know, do what you do. 
I'm okay. Well, if I do what I do, do I have your permission that I can really do what I do? He goes, just this once. Well, you promise. I'm not going to get in trouble. He goes, yeah, just this once. (laughs) So I, I get into the costume. I walk over there. I'm not even kidding you. I prop my foot up on the table. All right. And start grinding the air. (laughs) <laughs> as if like like I'm doing hip thrusts. Yeah, yeah and yeah. and I I swear and I put this on everything. This is full, absolutely the truth. Grinding, twerking back before I knew it was twerking. Um, like you know, uh, like dipping her back, uh, like like holding her and then like dipping. Like it was so, like a so you're doing like thrust. a you're like a Chippendales dancer with the Chuck E. Oh, Cheese it, costume. It, 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 yeah. Literally, yeah. It, it was it was you know Magic Mike, uh, way before Magic Mike, <laughs> in, a, in a giant disgusting <laughs> costume that's never been sanitized or clean or anything like that. So the be- the best part is. So they're like trying to give me dollar bills or whatever. And I think I gave them to like the, the cooks or one of the dishwashers because they give me a couple of bucks and I'm like, oh, okay. So I leave. And when you go back and you change, nobody knows it's you. So you go back to the game room, you change. I made it a point to change, get back into my regular, you know, Chucky outfit like I was working and then come by there and bust their table afterwards just uh-huh. so they had no idea that the person that is now cleaning up their crummy pizza trays is the same guy that just made her basically have an affair on her future husband with a giant <laughs> rat that you pull out of a claw machine at yeah. some at some crummy carnival somewhere. Well, so, I bet you, yeah, Jonas. I bet those those uh, you know this is years ago, but they probably they probably still tell that story. You remember when Chuck E. Cheese? Uh, you know, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'll never believe that. <laughs> Yeah. And, and by the way, little little they know, uh, they're probably like, oh, whatever happened to the guy who played Chucky? And you could just go, oh, what's well, easy? Uh, he made it to Mad Clown's Maller Militia shirt. He's the guy getting, he's, he, he, he's the guy getting run over by the Corvette, by the uh, uh, Cadillac in the that, shirt. That is, I, I still have that shirt, by the way. Yeah, now, now I have a somewhere. I don't. know, It's in storage, but I have a uh, a drawing. Like I, I printed the thing up, like in a poster. And you you will be when I when I get that out of storage, you'll be hanging in the in the Maller Mansion. But I I got to tell you, Jonas, when you mentioned the smell of the Chuck E. Cheese outfit. When I was in Milwaukee years ago, I was doing some stuff with the Dodgers and we were at County Stadium and I walked through the bowels of County Stadium, which no longer exists. And we went to one of the rooms on the side there and they had the racing sausages, the costumes, right? We're, we're oh, out in this, God. in this room and the smell, the stench of oh, these things, Jonas, I, I was like all excited. I was like, you know, I, I was a little naive. I didn't realize that these things never get cleaned. And I, I remember I was walking over. I was like, wow, I can kind of, you know, I can hold the the sausage, you know, the outfit. And I went over it and the stench. And it was just horrific. And, uh, and it's it, it, it's yeah. so gross, man. Like, because there's no there's nowhere for the sweat to go. Like when they when they design those things, it, it, we're not we're not talking about like, you know, high profile athletes to where you've got like these they're, they're not golfers who have these sweat resistance hats and shirts. Or, yeah. And they're just trying to make they're trying to make something that looks like a kielbasa. Right? They're, they're, they're not really thinking about, you know, like, I mean, what are we talking about here? It's like, hey, does it look like does it look like a bratwurst or not? All right, cool. Then, then get in it and let's run. Like it, it smells, man. And it's hard to clean. And back then. Like and people weren't worrying about sanitizing and keeping things cleanly and, and clean, and, and cleanliness wasn't a priority. So yeah, getting in that that costume 
it's 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 awful and you're running in the sun yeah i mean in, in the yeah. hot summer months the humidity in the midwest is just disgusting no it is the bo track it is terrible and, and i gotta tell you joseph yeah. you were ahead of your time you know everyone with covid you gotta you know clean everything and all you were when i first met you jonas you have always been Mr. Clean. You really have. I give you credit. There's so many pigs that work in radio, so many disheveled animals that work in our business. And you, you're like the anti uh, that guy. You really are. I mean, you come in there and you, and, and way before it was cool to do what you do, you know, you're, you're cleaning everything, you're wiping stuff down. I give you credit. I don't, I don't do that. You do do it. Good job by you. So, so here's, here's the story behind that. Um, my first radio job, I and somebody was, somebody showed up to work and they were sick and of course they got the entire studio sick. Yeah. And, and I just remember being so pissed off and thinking, man, you gotta be kidding me. Like, like literally you should. And I, and I just remember thinking, I'm never going to have that happen again. And so for the rest of my time, and everyone, when I first started there, everyone thought I had OCD. What are you, Howie Mandel? Yeah. Because uh, Howie Mandel is just, you know, like the guy's a giant germ probe, I guess. And, yeah, and yeah, so yeah, people, yeah. yeah. So people were making fun of me, and I, and I I did it for a couple reasons. Number one, I don't want to get sick because if we're sick on the air, like we're done. Like we can't just show up and hide behind the scenes. It doesn't work that way. So I, I, I can't get sick. I needed to work. Um, and also – Cause you know, I mean, I, I been, you know, taking care of my mom and taking care of sick people for a long, long time. Yeah. I can't get them sick. So I would always make sure I got sanitized or I got everything else. And then the more that I thought about it while I was doing it in radio, I was like, well, yeah, I should be doing this everywhere. So I would have sanitizer on me in my glove box to where if I go pump gas, I would use sanitizer yeah. and it, it would blow my mind to see these slobs that would get in their car, pump gas, and then get back in their car and dig into a bag of Funyuns and start eating from the bag. <laughs> and and, 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 and I'm, the whole time I'm thinking to myself, when they're taking a bite out of those Funyuns, they're probably like, man, I earned this. Uh, this is my reward. I really hustled today. And now I'm going to go have a couple of drinks. I'm just thinking to myself, do you know how much ball sweat and dick rot you just you you, you just took in you because because you couldn't you you couldn't wash your damn hands like it's it's, it's disgusting. It's, yeah, no, it is. I, it's terrible. And I gotta tell you, the, the best investment I ever made is the Mike condom. I guess we call it like the uh, oh, the yeah. foam. The because you know. A lot of us are working from home these days. You're still going in, and I give you credit for that. Um, but uh, you know, when you go to the radio station, when everyone's using the same microphones, and a lot of people don't have their own mic cover, and it's you're putting your mouth as close as you possibly can to the microphone yep. to talk properly, and everyone 24 hours a day is using the same microphones. It's disgusting, and so it's one way to... To come back. Joe, I've kept you for way too long, my man. I'm I'm very happy for you. I'm glad the company finally made a good move here, putting you on the morning show and uh, con- continued success, my man. Well, no, listen, uh, I, and I mean this in all sincerity, and I, I I've told anybody that would listen, you are one of the uh, one of the all time greats. I'm not saying that to ball wash you. Uh, as somebody, you and I have a, a certain affinity for radio that I think a lot of people in our business maybe don't because they were either doing TV or 
you know, they, they played a sport or whatever. And you and I grew up loving radio and having a, a true passion for it. And so I have listened to you for a long time. And so to be able to get to meet um, guys like you and Tony Bruno and, and Mike North and Andy Furman and, and Arnie Spanier and Steve Hartman and some of these legends, and then to be able to get to go, call you guys friends, um, it's it's been pretty awesome, man, and to get to learn from you. And, you know, you're one of the best to do it. And, and, and I think, uh, you know, you you uh, you've set a mark and sort of set a standard there that that a lot of people it's really really hard to follow but man it's awesome to 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 get to know you and you were at my wedding whatever the hell you want to call that I, and, and might I add listen great food at the wedding Jonas you're very kind uh, I and everyone I've talked to when the news came down you know the radio community is a very tight community and people were like. Good, a radio guy. I mean, that's what you're a radio guy, Jonas. This is rare that you know these these things, as you said. You know, normally these these jobs go to you know big TV people, movie stars, things like that. So, I'm I'm wow. glad it's a, another radio and, guy. And and it, and it was cool to uh, you know just to like I said to be able to to study and kind of learn under you and everybody else there, and um, just it's it's been awesome. And a lot of people have reached out and been very very kind. And uh, I know the Mallard Militia, you know, they're, they're not they don't like it. They basically scared Arnie Spanier away. <laughs> Arnie Spanier filled in for you one time. Arnie Spanier's a living legend in radio. The guy's worked at every network. He's been doing it for years and years. And, uh, and they scared him away, but I refused to let them scare me away. I got three Benny awards. Yes. Uh, and one of them that I, one of them that I, that I can't claim because uh, it may or may not have been me doing somebody's doppelganger on the air, but I'm not going to confirm nor deny that. <laughs> so I've got, I've got, th- I've got four Benny awards. One of them's got an asterisk that I can never tell about. Uh, but no, man, you, uh, uh, yeah. I love you. I appreciate you having me. And it's, it's an honor to be on with you. Awesome. Thanks, Jonas. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality potency and consistency scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality visit lazarusnaturals.com today lazarus naturals committed to improving your life as well as the world around you not available in idaho iowa or south dakota